Hey, welcome to the With Parents Podcast. My name is Jason Gannon, the pastor of Kids and Families here at Church of the Resurrection. So glad you tuned in. You are going to be inspired today as you hear tactical, practical ways that you can make a difference in the faith life of your child. I've got two of our amazing experts here at Resurrection. They focus on elementary, K through fifth grade, and we talk about those important moments, the milestones, kindergarten, third grade, fifth grade. We talk about the essentials of serving and praying uh, and, and learning the scriptures. You are going to be inspired and hear some great things you can apply in your home today. Let's get into it. Mike Shiloh, so glad you're here today. I uh, get to see you and work with you all the time, but I'm excited to have you share with our families today some of your expertise uh, and about how uh, we can all help raise uh, a generation of kids and families uh, in the faith. And so, well, first, let's say, hey, you're, you're both on staff here at Resurrection, and that's exciting. But tell us about yourself, Mike. Kick it off. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, uh, I am a dad of three girls and a husband of a a wife who's a nurse, and so that's uh, interesting. And I, I would take go all the way back as far as my background. I, I felt like I was called into ministry when I was probably 13 years old. Wow. Um, but I didn't accept that call and do anything about it until I was about 33 years old. Okay, age uh, of Jesus. The age of Jesus, yeah. I, guess I kind of thought <laughs> that was like the right time. Uh, then I finally accepted that call and uh, went to seminary and then started working uh, while doing that some for some publishing companies and whatnot. But, and then ended up, up in ministry uh, for children, ministering to children uh, in a church uh, here in town. And then from there, uh, an opening came up here at Resurrection about 12 years ago. Yes. And uh, came on staff there as the elementary program director, and it's been here ever since. So, so you've been focusing on elementary since, right, for yeah. the whole 12 years. Right. It's yeah. definitely your sweet spot. That is it. Um, I would say, Mike, you are an expert in that field, and that's part of why we have you talking today. Uh, I know families that, that you've supported, they see you in that light, and that's wonderful, and you're doing a great job. And so just glad for really everybody to kind of hear from you today. Yeah. And Shiloh? Tell us about you. I'm Shiloh Link. Um, I am the elementary director at West, and I am a parent to a dog. And when you say West, you mean our resurrection location our in resurrection Olathe, West uh, location. Kansas, which is southwest suburb of, uh, of, mm -hmm. of uh, Kansas City. Yes. Go ahead. And I started there just over three years ago, right after I graduated college. But I have been in the resurrection family since I was about one year old, and I grew up here at the Leewood location. Um, where Mike was actually one of my kids' directors, and I interned um, my junior year of college and kind of fell in love with it. And part of what I love about you, Shiloh, is you're brand new into this, but the truth is you were built for this. Like, like, like it's so obvious, like when you're around kids and teens and the next generation, and it's kind of cool because we have a little bit, like at least in the biblical world, of a Paul and a, and a Timothy, sort of the, the, the wisdom and uh, the energy together um, and uh, I would just say your instincts are right on. Everything I've seen you do has been incredible, and I've learned from you. And it also just happens to be that my 17-year-old uh, daughter is one of your uh, key volunteers. She loves to volunteer with you every week as she helps lead the elementary program at, at our Olathe location. Very cool. Yes. So, so glad you both are here. We're talking about some important things today. Uh, and the way we think about ministry to elementary kids. And elementary here at Resurrection, we kind of think of as K through 5th, really pretty similar, uh, really aligned with our school systems and elementary ministry. So that's a broad, that's like, that's a big swath of ages, right? Like a lot yeah. happens between five years old and 
what, 10, 11 mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. old, a lot happens. And But what's really important there, are what are what we call here, and what most people call them, milestones in life, right? There's the milestone of birth, there's milestone of graduations, there's, there's milestones. And these are moments where we tend to sort of double down with our families and our kids, making them a special focus around what it means to, to grow up in the faith, to be a follower of Christ. So we're going to kind of talk through those milestones today, those elementary milestones, three of them, really. So mm-hmm. let's kick it off with uh, with with kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Kindergarten's a big yeah. moment, yeah. right, for our family. I remember the first day of kindergarten for our family. I was excited. My wife was in tears. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, this is so great. Yeah. So, you know, we all, uh, it's joy and pain uh, in the kindergarten year, but it's a, it's a big milestone moment. Mm-hmm. So tell us what we do here at Resurrection. Yeah, so, uh, well, we, we uh, our culminating moment is we have a, uh, well, first off, we focus on uh, kindergarten prayer, right? Right, one uh, of our five uh, faith essentials. Correct, mm-hmm. one of our five faith yes. essentials. And and to either to kick it off or to, to finish it up, we, we do this prayer retreat yeah. uh, in September where uh, after church we just go through this whole thing. It's so they do some activities around prayer. And, and we kind of speak to them a little bit about the, some of those essential parts of prayer. Uh, as a family, the, the parents come with their kindergartners, and that's a, a kind of a fun thing. But there's some key things that we focus on in that, and then there's something they do in the service with Adam. Uh, but one of the key points is Adam wrote a, a book that he and Stella wrote when she was uh, young yes. uh, called My, The Most Important Prayer of All, and it's really going over the Lord's Prayer. Yeah, and well, so you've got, you've got I, it right yes, there. Yeah, got it right here. Yeah, got it right here. It's a small little paperback. It's uh, but a great little book that uh, he and Stella uh, just kind of went through and did, and it just just goes through uh, the whole Lord's Prayer and talking a little bit about that, and a, a great piece for it. So we try to follow up with that in uh, Sunday school uh, or small group time, and uh, every Sunday we include the Lord's Prayer uh, mm-hmm. in its large group time. For that, and sometimes in smoke of time, but we include that as well. So, yeah. and there's some other components that we do with prayer as well. Mm-hmm. Shiloh might want to hit on some of those. We also want um, the kids to feel comfortable in their own words instead of just the Lord's Prayer. Like yeah. sometimes on Sundays, we'll ask for volunteers to come and lead us, whether it's a two-word prayer, um, "Thanks for food," or if it's a long, um, a longer prayer, just them being comfortable in their own words, um, praying to God and talking to God. That's cool. And the Lord's Prayer uh, in the in the Christian faith, we see that as like the guiding prayer of how to pray, right? Mm-hmm. When Jesus asked, or when Jesus and his disciples asked him how to pray, he said, here's how to pray. And, and uh, it's Pastor Adam, our senior pastor, uh, Adam Hamilton, who wrote that book with his granddaughter. Just a great moment to kind of remind us also, hey, if you're a grandparent, you have immense uh, influence over your child, your grandchild too, and sometimes grandparents need to hear that. Yeah. And so, yeah. it's not just parents, and, mm-hmm. and 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 lots of grownups have influence, like our elementary kids directors who are who are supporting and guiding these kids. Here's a fun moment before we get into the next milestone, which is recently at the next milestone, third grade Bible. I don't want to steal your thunder. Uh, but our senior pastor was leading the Lord's Prayer with all the kids behind him, and he was blown away because, of course, they all had it memorized, mm-hmm. and they knew it by heart. And that's mm-hmm. an effort to you, uh, thanks to you, your work of teaching them and training them up in the faith. And so I know he was kind of overwhelmed by that moment. It was beautiful. He started almost like tearing up yeah. with excitement. It was like a tear up <laughs> and excitement thing, but it, it was a very cool moment. Yeah. One other thing I'll, I'll, I'll mention too that we emphasize and, and easy for them to do home, and that is 
sometimes I cow to pray as a kid. Mm-hmm. And one of the easy things to do is the five finger prayer. And Adam yes. will bring this up sometimes in the service, right? Where the, th- the thumb is praise, like, you know, wow, uh, God, you're awesome kind of thing. And then yes. the next qu- that one is thank you. Yes. Thank you, God, uh, for all the things you've done for us. And mm-hmm. the third finger would be uh, forgive, right? So pl- please forgive me yes. for the mistakes that I made. And then the fourth one, your ring finger, is the one that says, uh, please help me uh, mm-hmm. in those areas that I need help with. Like that. And then your uh, pinky finger, which kind of is the smallest of all of them, would represent you, right? And you just like, please you know, yeah. use me. Yes. In uh, whatever way that you think. So those five finger prayer, that, you know, mm-hmm. call them. And sometimes people will put different things uh, on each of those fingers, but uh, but a lot of times it's just those five yeah. Yeah. to kind of help guide them. It's a great prayer. God. Yeah. And we, we always try to make sure that they they thank God if that's their only thing mm-hmm. in their prayers, thanking God. And yeah. also remember that we come last. We put everything yeah. else first. Right. God, then others, then mm-hmm. us. Then us. And that's yep. kind of the principal ethic of our faith. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I love that. Sometimes people, what, what is our ethic? We're going to actually talk about that this month uh, in, in worship is the ethic of love and how this mm-hmm. is our guiding principle ethic of faith, mm-hmm. uh, which is really cool. So so thanks for sharing about kindergarten milestones. So that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll tell you, I talked to some kindergarten parents from this last year who went to the retreat. They were just like so excited uh, to to be there and be a part of their kids' lives, and that's our hope. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's why we that's why we call this with parents, is that our hope is is to both have the kids uh, and the church with the parents uh, in every way. Mm-hmm. And so, next milestone is third grade Bible. So third in grade. November, we present our third graders with this deep blue Bible, um, and they'll get it during service. But then the next Friday, we have a retreat. And really getting them comfortable and um, using their Bible. Like, what do the big numbers mean? Learning that's the chapter. The little numbers um, mean the verse. And getting comfortable and finding these and using this as a tool. And this Bible is actually more like a study Bible. It has, like, little, like, did you know in it? And little umbrellas that help you with, like, difficult times, like morning. Yeah. Um, and it's just so amazing seeing these kids get so excited to learn about the Bible. But you can also um, use it at home too. Do you have yeah I mean, more to add to it? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we give uh, that third grade Bible to our third graders like every year, right? So yes. Yeah. Uh, as Cho said, and everything. But you know, other kids, there are other Bibles certainly that uh, are good out there. Uh, I, but around third grade, we feel like that's the time when they're really going to feel like they want to get in and learn more about what yeah. the Bible actually means and what it says. And uh, as a parent, I know it's like when sometimes you feel overwhelmed, like, well, what if they ask me a question I don't know mm-hmm. right sure. about the Bible? What do you what do you do then? Like I'm kind of starting to panic. And I, I've always said like, going, you don't have to know. Uh, every answer to every question that's out there. In fact, sometimes you can just be honest and say, that's a great question. Yes, that's right. You know, uh, don't be afraid yeah, to say you don't know. That's I, and, yeah. but you know what? Let me let me uh, take a few days and let's get back to that, and we'll, we'll schedule time. We can talk about that, and I'll, I'll yeah. talk to some people, and I'll do some reading myself, and we'll find that out, and we'll just work through that. So it shows that you're you know, you're human as well, right? And you right. don't have all the answers, but that's you right. know that you can get those answers. That's and right. that's important for them to know that, uh, that, that it's okay to have questions. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to, uh, if you don't have the answer to those questions, to say, I'm not sure. But uh, we can certainly uh, work on that together and find mm-hmm. out what yeah. the answer is. And we want to be here for you, parents. Yeah. Um, all of us are here. So if your child has questions, you know, encourage them to come and talk with us. In fact, I know Shiloh or Mike, uh, myself, any of our pastors, any of our kids team would love to sit down uh, with a kid and their grown-up and talk through some of those big questions. Yeah. 
um, because those are beautiful moments, yeah. right? The curiosity yeah. and the depth that that can create mm-hmm. a faith is really important. So we encourage questions here in yeah. our faith. Yeah. Right? We, we think reason is a big part uh, of the, our faith tradition. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I love that. And mm-hmm. uh, fun, fun note about the third grade Bible. Uh, also, we always challenge our, our kids mm-hmm. to read a gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, our senior pastor usually picks that gospel. We always try to go Mark. Mark's the shortest. It's mm-hmm. also called the action gospel. Uh-huh. Um, so it's, you know, gets right into the, the action of Jesus with the people and what he did. And, and um, But if you're looking for a place to start, Mark is always a great place to start. And uh, we give our kids a prize mm-hmm. if they read that, that whole gospel. And we give a little yeah. reading plan, some other yeah. things, which is very cool. And Yeah. yeah. Well, I, and I'll, I'll say this too. Like um, one of the probably, this is so funny, but one of the most helpful things that I learned when I was in seminary, right, was uh, a professor taught us uh, uh, when we were taking a um, an exegesis class and what, which is like breaking down scripture. What does it mean? Hermeneutics and stuff like that. And it was like for us who are non-language people, didn't have Greek, didn't have Hebrew, uh, to to know what the Hebrew and Greek were saying about that. And for those who who didn't have that, that what they'd say is like find five translations, different translations, mm-hmm. and then read the scripture in each of those translations because they're all written, uh, interpreted just a little bit different mm-hmm. on how that's done. Yeah. And you'll sometimes get a different understanding or a more clear understanding of what it is based yes. off that particular uh, version yeah. of scripture. Well, so it's like, yeah, and they, hi- they well, of course, highlight this with a different marker and all that. But it's like, yeah. that was kind of an eye-opening thing for me. It's like, well, I don't have the Greek, so I don't really know. But you could do a little bit of hermeneutical work. Yeah. And I do remember the, the the Deep Blue Bible is a common English Bible, I think is the newest. And that's one of the newer yeah. translations mm-hmm. that has something like the, the greatest number of scholars ever to help right. put that together, which I think is really cool. And so there's always this great new development and understanding language, interpretation, yeah. mm-hmm. um, the nature of God through Scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last thing I'll mention is one of the changes that we made as a team. The third grade uh, Bible milestone retreat used to be just third graders, but now it's third graders and their grown up. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, it's parents. A lot of times, it can be a grandparent, uh, an older sibling. It's it's a special grown up in their mm-hmm. life. But mm-hmm. I remember the first time we made that shift. I was at one of our locations at the end of the evening. I think actually I was at, at our West location mm-hmm. uh, where Shiloh serves, and uh, there was a, a a mom in tears because she was so excited to get to learn how to use the Bible. Mm-hmm with her child. And that's what, that's our hope mm-hmm. is to help equip you as parents too. And so just know we take that very seriously and we want you to have that shared experience. And so, yeah. A couple of things you can do to um, help your child get comfortable with the Bible is um, ask them about the memory verse they're learning on Sundays and tell them um, to find it for you and show it where it is. And another thing, like Jason said, we challenge the third graders to read a gospel is you can pick a a book in the Bible as a family to read throughout the month and like read a different chapter each night and kind of get comfortable doing that together. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Great suggestion. That's awesome. All right. So we've covered kindergarten milestone and third grade milestone. Now we've got another milestone and it is fifth grade, grade, sir. Fifth (laughs) Fifth grade, grade, sir. So we kind of, yeah, let me, let me reflect on those five uh, faith essentials, worship, uh, which is where prayer is, worship and prayer, study of scripture, serve now in fifth grade, mm-hmm. uh, share and give. These are our five uh, faith essentials. So we kind of focus on one. So fifth grade, mm-hmm. serve. All right. Tell us yes. about it. Uh, well, for fifth grade, it, it all culminates in what we call a serve day, right? Mm-hmm. And so they pick it. A lot of times it's on a Sunday and maybe they might choose to 
uh, be an usher, right? So they will, uh, or, or a greeter. And so they will serve in that capacity in the church. They will be alongside an adult mentor, not a person that will kind of help in that. But they get to spend the day uh, doing one of those highly visible serve uh, opportunities uh, in, the, in yeah. the church as well and get a little bit of an experience of uh, kind of what that's like to uh-huh. to serve people in the congregation in that way. Uh, and it oftentimes sparks that uh, that inner thing, and then I go, I kind of like that. I, I would I kind of like to do that more of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be in that particular area of uh, being an usher. It might be in, in a different area. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, serving communion mm-hmm. or uh, be a greeter, right? Mm-hmm. Tech, tech or security even, Correct. right? Yeah. These are all places yeah. that, that uh, fifth graders can serve with their yeah. grown-up for a weekend. That's pretty cool. Yep, and they serve um, alongside their, their parents because it's very important for your kids to see you serve and learn that um, you can serve others, help others. I also always try to embrace when kids want to serve. I have kids that may not quite be old enough to serve in elementary because they're still elementary kids, uh, but they really want to be a volunteer instead of just a part of the program. So um, during check-in, I'll have them be with some of our high school volunteers and help run check-in and their junior helpers. So just kind of embrace whenever they want to serve in whatever way it is. That's awesome. And there's so many opportunities. I mean, here at Resurrection, there's... So many different opportunities to be able to serve. One of the things I love about Resurrection is the the uh, offerings they have to be able to serve the community in a lot of different ways, just inside the church and outside the church. But beyond that, if you're in your own community that's not a part of Resurrection, you know, there's so many different places that you can serve. Whether it be on Christmas time with a Salvation Army bell ringers, uh, or a, a local soup kitchen, uh, or something like that, or just uh, you know, people in need where you're you have. Uh, I remember growing up. Uh, just uh, some of the uh, old, older people in the community who maybe are uh, lost their spouse and now they're alone, uh, to be able to just make a, a little pack, care packet and drop it by their house, mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah. Just there's uh, just so many different ways that you can uh, involve your child of of all ages, not just fifth grade. We focus on fifth grade in that serve, but serve can be for uh, any and all ages. Yeah. Uh, basically, yeah. you're doing it as a That's family right. thing. The whole family can join in. Yeah. That's right. And when you think about the the faith practice of serve, right? If, if you're a follower of Christ, you understand that. But it, even if you're not, it, it teaches our kids humility, mm-hmm. teaches us to love all. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of, it, it's just a great posture of, of, of how to understand our place in the world when we serve others. Things come into perspective that mm-hmm. we right. see it differently. And I think that's, I think that's important mm-hmm. um, when we think about that faith essential. So so yeah, so we've got the kindergarten, we've got third grade, we've got fifth grade. These are these are big moments, big milestone moments. And then I also know uh, you've got some other tips that you wanted to share today, kind of uh, from your perspective, things you might offer our families on on how to help raise kids in the faith and strengthen yeah. their faith. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, who'd like to share this? Do we want to start with um, the money one? The giving? Uh, we could sure. talk about, yeah, the giving. So this, and that was part of the, the five essential Yeah, one of our faith essentials of giving. So uh, here at Resurrection, we did this little thing, and you could make your own boxes uh, at home, whatever. But we had this little thing we had done, uh, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And we had these, uh, it contains three boxes on the mm-hmm. inside. And one box was a give box. And then one uh, box that uh, would be a save box. And then the third box, pull it out here, is a spin box. Now, a lot of the kids probably want to start on the spin box, right? They probably understand that one, right? Yeah, Yeah. they understand this one really well. So it's the other two that are the the other ones that we probably need to focus on, the saving. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, from a Christian perspective uh, and from that foundational perspective, 
and on our faith, we want to focus on giving and why it's yeah. important to give. Yeah. Uh, off the top, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Give yes. first what God, what is God's, and then uh, save and then spend uh, what's left over. So um, yeah, any way or form to be able to uh, encourage them mm-hmm. early on of what uh, giving, uh, yeah. why it's important? Well, and I, I think sometimes there's a theological misunderstanding because, in, at least in my interpretation, and I'm not always right, so you may disagree, <laughs> the, the giving or the tithe uh, or the giving God first fruits is for us, not for God. It's to help kind of prioritize our lives in the right place mm-hmm. uh, because God's going to be fine without our giving. Mm-hmm. God's going to make a way. But there's something to be said about learning to be generous to God first mm-hmm. because it helps all of our posture of how we approach God, the world. And I think there's a high value there yeah. um, mm-hmm. when we think about what we do with with the blessings we've received. Mm-hmm. And, and kids get this sometimes better than most, right? Yes. right? right. <laughs> yeah, there's actually, I was talking to a volunteer this week, and there's this. She's in sixth grade now, but she was um, telling the volunteer that every September she starts saving her money to go to the Christmas offering. And oh, this is awesome. a sixth grader that mm-hmm. has set aside her own money that she could be spending on other stuff that sixth graders like. Oh, and she's awesome. saving yeah. it to give. Cause, she gets it. Yeah. yeah. And we see that also uh, around a vacation Bible yes. camp time. Oh, These yeah. kids will go out there for that for the mission goal that we're trying to get to. Yes. And that last day, you'll, you'll see the pictures and stuff come in of these two little girls, a first grader and a third grader who decided that they were going to just do a lemonade stand in their neighborhood. And right. I think one neighborhood, uh, they raised like $200 yeah. Yeah. Uh, in That's a day, right. right? They brought that in That's on right. the last day for the missions <clears throat> offering. So those are just yes. great opportunities to be able to encourage them and instill in them that uh, opportunity. Yeah. And to they, I feel like they always knock that goal out of the yeah. park for VBC. Yes. They go yeah. way above what we could have imagined. Yeah. yeah, they're excited to know what a difference yeah. they can make, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's a powerful understanding. Mm-hmm. So when we think about that. <clears throat> I know there's also another tool we wanted to make sure parents were aware of. So families, if you're, if you're not aware of, we have something you can pick up at all locations. Uh, what's it called? It's called Talkin' Tunes. So on it, there's two sides. There's one for early childhood and there's one for elementary. And it just kind of breaks down things to talk about, like on the car ride home. So that's what's kind of made to hang on your rearview mirror. Um, but talk about like things they learned on Sunday. But there's also playlists at the bottom. So you can play the songs that the kids are hearing on Sunday and let them teach you the silly moves that we do and embrace kind of the fun they have. Absolutely. But encourage the conversation to continue outside of Sundays. Yeah, and, and our team makes a new Spotify list every month for for those age levels mm-hmm. so that you can sing along in the car. And uh, I think you might be surprised. Somebody, somebody that was an older uh, gentleman in our congregation the other day asked me, How, what kind of songs do our kids sing now? And I said, well, we're doing new songs. So it's not the same old songs <laughs> that maybe we heard uh, in the previous generation, but the songs are teaching the principles of our faith in the same way. Yes. And so it's just, you know, new songs. And it's really mm-hmm. exciting to watch the kids learn and get excited yeah. about this music. And a lot of our music that we teach the kids are are written in-house by our core yeah. collective and other talented mm-hmm. worship leaders among us who are writing these songs. Uh, we do yeah. that every year for Vacation Bible Camp original yeah. songs. And mm-hmm. songs can teach us a lot. You know, mm-hmm. kids love to sing. Yeah. Yes. Very cool. Yeah. They love it. Very cool. We have so many kids that want to help lead worship um, on like worship together is they want to be up there with the band and it's so amazing that they, they want to be a part of that. That's great. Well, okay. Any final insights, tactics, tips you might offer families when they're thinking about elementary kids, 
K through fifth grade life staging, faith mm-hmm. development. Anything you guys would offer? <clears throat> yeah, a couple things that come to mind uh, for me, uh, just as a dad uh, growing up, right? Not just as a, a children's uh, pastor, children's minister, but as a dad. And, and one of the things where you talked about uh, in the car with the uh, mm-hmm. with uh, talking tunes, but you, you know the car rides have perfect opportunities. You have so many conversations about stuff in car rides, right? Right. So a perfect opportunity to be able to bring faith into that uh, into that car ride. Ask those questions uh, regarding faith, uh, whether not just on Sunday when you're leaving church, but just during the week. You know, how's your week going? Where where do you feel like you see Jesus at work uh, mm-hmm. around you? And uh, just yeah. just to spark some of those conversations to be able to have because you you're in the car. Uh, I don't know what the the statistic would be about how much time we spend in the car. But it's a significant yeah, it's amount of time, right? <laughs> so time. those are, are just great opportunities to be able to, to start some of those conversations and introduce some of those topics to be able to do that. And then secondly, I would say, at least for me growing up as, uh, as a parent of my three girls um, on the area of prayer, one of the best things you can do uh, for prayer with your kids is to model it in your home. Mm. Our kids would hear us pray. And to this day, if you mm-hmm. ask our kid to pray at any, at any given place, public or not, uh, they would just not hesitate. They would just lead right out into prayer. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that they just heard a model. They heard their yeah. parents pray. Yeah. And by hearing that, they just, they just, it almost like helps them formulate uh, how right. how to pray and what to say and that type of thing. And so don't be afraid to do that. Pray often in front of your kids, whether it's at bedtime, at meal times, whatever it is. In fact, I always used to joke, my kids would pray at mealtime. I'd always at the end, I'd say, oh, yeah, and bless this food, and bless this food, because <laughs> they're praying for the needs of our family and uh-huh, friends like that. Like, one, yeah, but in the food, don't forget the food. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. How about you, Shiloh? Any final thoughts? Back to, like, modeling just really want to like encourage you to serve with your kids like that's how I got involved because I was watching my mom serve with kids and the second I got old enough to volunteer I wanted to volunteer alongside my mom so just seeing like the people Mm -hmm. that I looked up to serving made me want to serve so let your kids see you serve any chance you get yeah and we we always have plenty of opportunities yes Yes. and spots for Yes. Parents to be involved in mm-hmm. serving. In fact, I would say that to you, parents. If your if your child is involved uh, in our program, and that's what we hope, because we believe this is the best place to raise a family. So my hope is that you're going to get involved, and you can serve once a month, uh, whenever you can, really. But yeah. but it's important for you to get engaged, and we are more than happy to welcome you into the classroom setting. I think you'll find a great experience. You'll get to then talk about that shared experience, which makes it even more ve- meaningful. And I've shared this before on the podcast, if you're like a loyal follower, but uh, the number one statistic of what keeps kids in the faith, in the church as they grow older, is not an amazing kids or youth program, even though those are high value. It is worshiping and engaging into the life of faith with your family. Mm -hmm. So that's certainly worshiping together. It can be serving together. It can be volunteering together. It can be going to these retreats and milestone moments together. It's whatever you can do together. That's a key thing. So, hey, I just want to say on behalf of the whole congregation, I know there are people out there that are involved at Resurrection. And if you're not, we'd love to have you. You are more than welcome here. And we welcome all. Uh, Is that these are two of our greatest resources. Thank you for your service. Uh, Thank you for your commitment to kids and families, to helping children uh, be safe, feel safe, understand the love of God through the way in which 
you care for them and you lead them and you disciple them and you teach them and and you sometimes struggle with them because that's real too but you guys are doing it you're on the front lines you're like you're like the first line uh, of of working and serving with our kids uh, and I know that what makes you most excited every week is just greeting new families and welcoming new kids in and seeing those kids get involved and get engaged and get excited about faith. So thank you for what you do. Um, it's going to be an amazing year of ministry, and that's to, that's partly because of what the two of you are going to help lead us in, and we hope you'll get involved. We really, truly believe this is the best place to raise your family. That's what we want to strive to be. You can help us be that with, with us. Uh, we're so grateful to have you uh, tuned into the podcast mm-hmm. today. Uh, and if you don't have a church home, we'd love to welcome you at Resurrection on the weekend at any one of our six locations or online and TV at resurrection.church. If you go slash kids, you can find out even more about all the great kids' ministries here. Um, Again, thank you guys for being here. Yeah, thanks for having us.